Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new semester. You know what a new semester means. New season of Bring the Virtual Balance from the Office of Health and Wellness at Baruch College. My name is Shermeen, and I am your co-host for today. I'm joined today with my co-host and fellow PAUSE peer mentor, Paramjeet. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Paramjeet, and we are so happy to be back for another season. We have many episodes in store for this semester. Um, for those listeners who are new to Bring the Virtual Balance, in this podcast, we discuss a variety of topics that relate to the dimensions of the wellness wheel, with a focus on how, how each wellness component affects our student community. Now, before we get into the topic for today's programming, we would like to give a warm welcome to our guest speakers for today. So joining us are Elise Aramian, the Interim Associate Director of the Office of Health and Wellness, and Nina Torupan, a Senior Transfer Student at Zicklin Baruch College. So I'd like to thank both the guest speakers for joining us today and for the conversations we're also about to have ahead about time management over the past year and a half and reflecting on adapting to a new normal in fall 2021. Um, before continuing, I just want Nina, if you'd like to just introduce yourself, your major, um, what school uh, within Baruch. Hi, uh, my name is Nina Thurupadan. I am a senior here at Baruch College and I was a transfer, so I transferred my sophomore year. And it's been, it's been what, two, two years here? Yeah. Two years here and one, one year back at home and one year <laughs> at school. So yeah, thank you for having me here. Okay, thank you. Thank you, uh, Shermeen. Absolutely. My name is Elisa Ramian and I'm the Interim Associate Director of Health and Wellness. Um, a little bit about myself. My background is in, I have, I have a bachelor's in biology and theater arts. And I studied um, second language acquisition, teaching English to speakers of other languages um, in graduate school. And I would like to be able to merge um, the two populations. And I really enjoy uh, implementing and facilitating uh, programs for our campus. We're so excited for our conversation today. Um, for today's episode, if you haven't guessed from the title yet, we will be talking about time management in a dual environment. As our Baruch community is aware, classes for the fall 2021 semester have been online, hybrid, or in person. Each student has such a different schedule and one that they may never have imagined even having pre-COVID. Over the past year and a half, many students and faculty members have been mentioning having to adapt to a new normal once we're back on campus. And now here, we are all right in the middle of this new normal. But what does this new normal even look like? What are the obstacles and issues with this new reality we are all facing despite still being in the COVID-19 pandemic? So during today's episode, we're going to be going over what this new normal means and what it actually refers to, and also like how the transition into adapting to this new reality has meant for all of us. So obviously before COVID-19, there were only a few online selections that were offered for students. And we were all too familiar with that commute, whether it was long or short, the packed, packed hallways, and the festivities that were always happening on the second floor lobby. And then Early on in 2020, we were all sent home and we had no idea what was going to happen in the future. It, this included for both the students, faculty and staff, we all had to get accustomed to Zoom. And for over a year now, like we all became familiar with seeing each other through the screen. And now like about a year later, we realized that going back on campus was not going to be the same. This new normal meant masks on, COVID testing, vaccine mandates, six feet apart, no more packed elevators, 
very surprising, um, club activities and some classes still being held online, classrooms being held at capacity and so, so much more. And now this new normal is just meaning a new routine for everyone on campus. And just as we all adapted to remote learning, many members of our Baruch community are adapting back to commuting to campus, as you mentioned, abiding with the COVID-19 safety guidelines and physically being on campus. And so the first question we wanna to touch upon is the experience of being online versus the experience of being in school again through a hybrid schedule or a fully in-person schedule. And to start, I'll just talk a little bit about my experience. So currently I have a fully online schedule for fall 2021 and I haven't had the chance to experience being on campus physically yet, um, but adapting to a fully online environment was a challenging experience in itself back in 2020. And throughout the past year and a half, uh, personally, I've been able to pinpoint my strengths and weaknesses, sort of learning um, what has, helps me manage my current workload um, in a remote environment. And with all the positions and extracurriculars um, I'm involved in around campus, um, it's still kind of tricky to, uh, you know, how there's always technical issues with Zoom um, and like the face-to-face -face interaction is still kind of missing. But being in an online environment does mean not having to commute or, or, and that extra time over the past year and a half has helped me implement a sort of routine where I can manage all assignments, work, and tasks I need to do while also making sure I set time aside to take care of myself. And now turning to our guest speakers, I wanted to ask um, if you could tell us a little bit about yourselves um, and what your current schedule looks like. Are you online, hybrid, fully in person? What commitments do you currently have? And then to follow up on that, what has been your experience with adapting to the new normal and how does it differ from the fully online experience? The challenge for me has been to actually remember my schedule because now we are on a staggered schedule so I'm actually on campus on certain days a week and off campus on the other so I have to remember what my schedule is and to also uh, remind uh, you know uh, the the peer mentors so I have been uh, really relying on uh, my emails and my text messages and my communication it still has been a bit like kind of like a, a surreal dream because I'm on campus and when I'm campus, I feel that uh, the energy level is not really uh, the same as it was before pre-COVID, but I'm hoping and I'm praying that it will come back to normal. And at this moment, uh, the, the Office of Health and Wellness, we've had you know people coming in and uh, trickling in and asking questions, but not only for myself, but I think it's taking a while for everybody to uh, adapt and go back to quote unquote normalcy because it's it's going to be a work in progress because we we've been uh, living uh, trying to adapt right to the virtual environment the past you know year and a half and I believe it's now it's going to take time for us to um, readapt and go back to to normal. Okay, so for right now, I am hybrid. So I have two, uh, one class in person and um, my three other classes are online. And one thing I've learned is that I do learn better in in-person classes than online classes. I mean, yeah, it's easier to, you know, wake up in the morning and just open your computer up and uh, go to classes and everything and sit there. But 
it's not the same as sitting in class and listening to the professor. I mean, I, I just, I do realize, I did realize this year, in my fall semester, that um, I learned better or like I listened better in class because the professor's right there and it's easier to ask questions. And I mean, even though like online, it's, it's also easy, but for me um, personally, I, I think um, in person is easier and asking questions and, and learning and everything. And something, yes, um, something I learned this year, something I learned how, something I learned. Um, so like, even though, even though like last year it was hard with like online classes and everything, it was still, it was still, um, it was still great because, you know, we had great teachers who helped throughout the online classes, helping us, you know, build their syllabus. I mean, of course they were going, you know, this was new for them and this is new for us and everything. So um, they helped us through the online classes and everything. And yeah, that's pretty interesting. Like where you both come from, Elise and Nina, like Elise from a faculty perspective and Nina as a student, you know, like I'm final semester now and I've had like such a same experience where things have been changing so rapidly. First, I had like, I had three hybrid classes and two online classes, but then one of them became completely uh, in person and it's Saturday class. So it's just like, oh, I took it because I thought it was gonna be like online. And then I have another, like my final semester case capstone class that's in person and the others are online. And what I've realized about myself is like, since coming back in person, it's obviously been really difficult managing the workload. And that's combined with like my part-time jobs and lengthy commute. But then again, like it's my final semester here. So I'm really, happy that I at least get to see the familiar faces yeah it's more work this time around but and because of all the deadlines and tasks and I can keep on going but it's just nice because it feels like it's the old times again um during this online experience I always felt like at home I always had a distraction in the background someone telling me to do something this and that but now that I have like in person I have other students with me who are focusing professors are watching um, it's definitely a change for me, but I consider it a positive change. Um, and yeah, I think that's how it's been adapting for me in this new normal. Now, moving forward with the guest speakers, um, let's begin discussing the stresses and frustrations that are associated with those students, staff, faculty who are all online, hybrid, or in-person. Yeah, and as you mentioned, as you all mentioned, having this sort of dual schedule can cause stress and bring up many obstacles and frustrations, especially since many members in the Baruch community are also, in fact, juggling more than one responsibility. As Shermi mentioned, work, academic courses, internships, programs, being active on campus, being a mentor, educator, faculty member, there's so much in the air right now, which sort of adds into the frustrations of managing so much on your plate. Being constantly overwhelmed, stressed, and on the verge of having burnout, feeling drained of energy is not healthy for our mental and physical well-being. One way we can manage our time more efficiently to help relieve um, the stress of working with so much on our plates and on a dual schedule is by establishing a routine. So according to the medically reviewed article, The Importance of Maintaining Structure and Routine During Stressful Times by Kendra Cherry on verywellmind.org, Having a regular daily routine can help individuals lower stress levels, form good daily habits, take better care of your health, feel more productive and feel more focused. I wanna turn it to our guest speakers now and ask if you can um, all speak on what your routine was like before the pandemic, if you did have one, 
And if you didn't, have you established a routine for yourself during the pandemic? And if so, how has it changed since this fall 2021 semester began, if it did change at all? And again, please share in what ways a routine has benefited you or hasn't. Um, so uh, my routine pretty much has, uh, has remained somewhat constant. So um, uh, I, I like to start my day you know, with, uh, you know, uh, like a meditation. So I used to wake up in the morning and I used to like meditate a bit and, and then have my coffee, have my lemon water. And then I used to work out. So when I was uh, virtual, I did the same thing. And I, I had to make sure that I maintained that consistency because when everything else is unknown, there's a few things that I do have control over, such as, you know, the food that I put into my body, and you know the time I, that I that I wake up and um, the things that I do for self care um, might be modified, but self care should remain constant, and that remained constant. Uh, it, it did remain constant. Um, now uh, it still does. However, since I do have to go into the office, I have to make sure that I allocate the the right amount of time to be able to do this before I come into the office because I know myself and uh, when I get home at night in the evening at 7 p.m. 6 or 7 p.m. I'm not going to be uh, working out. Uh, that's the time when I decompress. I like to write. I like to work on you know my own personal projects. So I have learned to make use of my time. Um, that's important to manage time. Time management is very important to see how you can chunk you know, bits of work up and how and when you could do what in order to be able to be the most productive. And if you have concerns about this, if you're not sure about this, you know, you can reach out to uh, the Office of Health and Wellness. You can shoot me an email. Uh, you can also reach out to the, to, to the counseling center. I know that they have uh, workshops that they had before in the past on time management and uh, we'll be able to, um, you know, guide you. Okay, so so during during online classes last year, I would say I really didn't have a routine because because it was online, I had more time on my hand because I wasn't commuting or going to classes and from you know one place to another. So I of course I had more time to do other things. But once I once I started coming into classes, I realized I. Don't have an, I don't have the time that I used to have. So what I've uh, come up with is like I usually finish all my homework by Saturday, so then I can have I could have Sunday as like a rest day before the whole day the whole week starts over again. So I try to I try to keep up with that schedule as best as I can. So so it, it kind of helps me like you know um, rest for the Sunday and like you know do something else like as a hobby or anything else or go go outside or whatever and also if I have to like study or like um look up look up um tests or quizzes that's coming up the next week I can use Sunday as a day to like schedule my next next you know the week time so yeah so that's how I I have uh, I have um scheduled a routine for myself so yeah and it, help, it has helped me a lot because it you know it it helped me like um see why not what to do in the future or like what to do, you know, for the week and everything. So yeah. Yeah, I think um like this aspect of routine is really important just because like it's very interesting. Some people might have been like before some people who I don't know, like students who might have been all online before 
or had experience with online classes, they, they it was probably a much easier transition for them. And then when you're looking at students who brand new um, entering into this online world, um, yeah, I, I know for myself, like the routine I tried to establish was like prioritizing self-care time. So I'm, I usually stay really busy like week round, but I make sure that like all technology, like it has to be shut down by a certain time because being online all the time, it's really like, it can affect your eye health. And, you know, like we've covered it during our programs, check out the Office of Health and Wellness. Um, like these things have a direct effect on your health and wellness. So um, I've really taken the chance to, you know, step back and know my boundaries and when to get off the computer, when to complete all tasks and so on and so forth. Um, but for the guests now, like to follow up on Harmjeet's questions, what steps did you take like to establish that routine? What was the thought process that allowed you to do these things on a daily basis? Did you find there to be any obstacles when maintaining it? Um, I know like research shows it takes like three weeks, I think, to establish a habit or so. Like, what, was that something you use? Like what techniques did you both do? Actually, I do, Shami. So what I do is like I have my my Apple Watch, you see here. And what I do is in order for me not to get absorbed in the enormous amount of emails that I receive in my inbox, I, I chunk my time. And so I, I time myself. I, I time myself in increments of 30 minutes. And uh, within 30 minutes, I do my emails. And then when the, uh, the alarm you know goes off, I, you know, reset and see how much I've accomplished. I might be able to stand up for a bit. And if I'm at the, if I'm at my desk at work, I, I step up for a second. I get a, uh, some water. If I'm at home, I go, I go out maybe like to the garden or something. And then I come back and I reset because it's important not to get uh, sucked in to um, the virtual world. And remember that there is like a whole vast world out there. And to make sure that you, you, you know, you time your tasks and time management is important. It shouldn't take you, you know, three hours to be doing your emails. So if you have, if your inbox is flooded, like mine is usually, I usually chunk it. So I do th uh, spend 30 minutes on emails and then I stop and then I do another task and I time that task. And it's my, my, um, and I love my app, my, I love my, my smartwatch. And if that's, if it's something that you don't have, you can, you know, chunk your time on your, on your smartphone, you can set, set alarms. And if this is like too much for you, you just feel because we have like a, an internal biological clock. And if you feel that, you know, you're doing your work and you need a break, just listen to your body and, um, you know, do so accordingly. Absolutely. Those are some great key points, especially about like, I, I know I have like a Fitbit. I use my Fitbit too, like as much as I could to help track. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. So of course, it wasn't easy at the first beginning because I was kind of, I mean, all the, you know, every teacher, I mean, every classes have different due dates and everything, of course, and you have different tests at different times. So at first it was kind of um, hard, but like one thing I've um, uh, done is I uh, have all my due dates in a spreadsheet so I can know which which for each classes and then color coded so I could see which days and what time it's due. So it helped me so it helped me through the entire, you know, for the for the week to see which what what are due, what is due. And like so it helped me like a spreadsheet did help me um, 
you know schedule my for the week so if I and, and then even and then of course if a professors will change some dates and everything and I also incorporated that into the spreadsheets and of course that helped me and it, of course it took me some time to like get used to it but after getting used to it it did you know help me um help me really really good to like time management and everything so yeah I love using excels as well and like color coding um assignments um, from my experience, I try to maintain some sort of routine before the pandemic be began and like we're still in the process of trying to figure out what worked for me and what didn't. And I would say that was sort of the obstacle, like kind of just like experimenting with what would work. And so like as the past year and a half progressed, I became more aware of like the times where I work the best and get the most amount of work done. Um, I figured out what form of organizational system sort of helps me stay on top of all my deadlines, assignments and tasks. Um, I love journaling and over the pandemic, I started bullet journaling to help me keep track of my daily habits. And I was um, able to reflect on what I needed to improve on and what's not working in my daily routine. I started using Google Calendar, um, Excel sheets, and like recently got into Notion to sort of also divide up the tasks and like um, allocate time for my different responsibilities. And so I could just focus on that particular workload instead of like getting stressed trying to multitask. And now um, to our guest speakers, I know it was already kind of mentioned, but like, are you in the same boat? What, what else do you use to manage your time, um, organize your day-to-day? -day? Uh, have you found like an organization system that works well for you? Or do you think um, whatever methods you're using to manage your time are working efficiently and are benefiting you? And what steps have you taken to be more efficient with your time and juggling all your responsibilities? So along with Excel spreadsheet, I usually put all my um, work and everything, all the things do on my Google Calendar. So I have my phone with me all the time. So I use my phone as a source to like look up things, what it's doing, everything. And of course, it gives me a notification when it's doing everything. So that has helped me um, have, you know, be better at time management and to like work through my courses and everything. And yeah. I can totally relate to that. Google Calendar has helped me out so much. I have it like color coded. These are the homework assignments due. This is when the tests are happening. And that organization system has worked very well for me. It worked well for me prior to um, going online and now just adding to online, it makes it a lot more organized to have everything in one place. And in like generally like to stay more efficient with my time. I've also created like a schedule builder kind of thing where I have like it's written out Sunday through Saturday. This is how much time I'm gonna spend finishing up XYZ task, not more than that, like per day. Um, that has really been helpful for me, managing all the different commitments that I have. And yeah. And that's our conversation for the day. <laughs> so like before we wrap up, um, we do have a few closing questions. So to begin, we can also just go around right now and share what advice do you have for listeners today who may be struggling to establish a routine for themselves? Are there any words of motivation you have? Any quotes, anything you'd like to leave the listeners with today? I mean, it's good. I mean, of course it's hard for sure. Like I had, I had trouble like starting everything because, you know, because we're, you know, adapting from a fully online to a like, like, you know, hybrid or fully on, still fully online or in person. So one thing I would say is like, start 
jotting down your dates or jotting down what you want to do for the day like on your I mean of course everyone has a phone so you can open up your phone notes in your phone iPhone or whatever and then use that as a as a guide to like know what you want what you're doing for the day which that kind of helped that helped me in the beginning because I don't know how to start it so jotting down things you want to do for the day or for the week you know helps you out so yeah and then yeah so the first thing I want to advise individuals who are struggling is to not do it alone, right? You can reach out to me, please reach out to me, uh, send me an email. Um, my email is alice.aramian at baruch.cuny.edu. That's A-L-I-S-E dot E-R-A-M as in Mary, I-A-N at baruch.cuny.edu. And I will be very happy to, you know, email you back if you want to uh, have a phone conversation we could do that um you're not in this alone even though you might feel like you're alone you're not in this alone and we have a lot of resources for you like i mentioned before um the counseling center could help you with like stress management workshops come to my chair yoga sessions our first chair yoga session is coming up on october 21st we have hours um during the club time during club hours in the afternoon from 12 30 to 1 30 and then we also have evening hours from 5 30 to 6 30 come and connect although you might think that oh connecting on you know zoom is not the same thing it's it's you know a stepping stone and then when we come back into uh, real person events um live events you'll be able to have a connection and you'll be like oh i saw you on zoom um, I guess a piece of advice I would give is that, like everyone has mentioned throughout this uh, episode, managing your time can feel difficult, especially if you have a lot on your plate. And like speaking from experience, it is hard to juggle everything. So I think it's very important to also take the time to take care of yourself as you're finding ways to manage your time more efficiently. Be sure you also include time to do something for yourself and set time aside to engage in some sort of self-care in your daily routine. And so our last question for today is, are there any reminders, quotes, or affirmations that you use on a daily basis to encourage yourself or like when you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed? And I guess to start, um, I would say that I love telling myself that I got this and that I can do it because sometimes your tasks may seem daunting and it's like, oh, wow, there's so much to do. But at the end of the day, trusting yourself that you are capable of getting it all done is very important. So I'll hand it off to our guest speakers now on what um, affirmations or quotes they use to encourage themselves. Wow. <laughs> well, that, that's a great, that's a great information. Um, for me, I mean, I guess one thing I say well, to myself, it's like, it's okay. It's okay if you, you know, it's okay if you fail, it's okay to do stuff and everything or if you miss and everything, but like at the same time, like get your head in the game, <laughs> you know, like it's okay to fail, but also like, you know, be in the routine and help yourself like I mean you're the only person who can help yourself help yourself at the end of the day of course you have family friends and everyone to help you and everything but at the end of the day it's you yourself who can um help you throughout your you know schedule and like your life so, yeah also just I, I I'm, a, I'm an athlete and I like to just think about these three words just do it right just do it Procrastination, I know we've all experienced procrastination, but um, 
sometimes you just have to go through it and just do it. Don't be so hard up on hard on yourself and think, oh, it's not good enough. Oh, I could have done better. Just do it. And you do it the first time. Let's say you have a paper, just write it out, right? And if you feel that it's not good enough, you can also always edit. So a, a writer is always rewriting. So just do it. And if you have problems, you know, getting started, you know, reach out to me. I can like refer you to uh, resources. I could re refer you to like the, the writing center. I could refer you to um, other places that could be able to assist you as well. And stay awesome. positive <laughs> and stay positive. Awesome. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that one. Like, it, like it's, it's like I've done it before I can do it again I've got this I just need to put my head in the game if I concentrate I'm going to accomplish the task these are such great quotes that like we got from everyone such great motivation and you know what I think it's the best way to conclude the episode for today so you know we hope that our listeners enjoyed the conversations that we had you know stay tuned for our future programming we will be having upcoming programs later this month and in the later part of the semester and as always, remember, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to health and wellness at baruch.cuny.edu. And yeah, so everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah.